It's the Pinky the Pig Show. <laughs> okay, it's me. It's Pinky the Pig. It's time for our show. Thank you for listening to the Pinky the Pig podcast show where you listen, laugh, and learn with an oink and a moo. And I'm here with my friend, Mildred the Cow. Hi, Pinky. Did, did you have a nice weekend? I had a glorious weekend, Mildred. How about you? I had a glorious, lovely weekend. Thank you, Pinky. Yeah, we have so much love at my house. It was a great weekend. Really nice. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. And we were watching these ducks fly. They're flapping their wings. Blah, 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 blah. They're working really hard, the ducks. Oh, well, sure. They have to, most ducks, I mean, all ducks have to continuously flap their wings in order to fly. But some ducks don't have to flap quite as hard. It, it depends on the size of their body and, and the wingspan length of their wings. Well, they, these were mallards. You know, they have, the boys have the green heads and the pretty blue on their feathers. But the females, they're, they don't, they're not very colorful. Right. That's common in the bird kingdom. Most always the, the male is the flashier of the two. Yeah, imagine that. But Farm Tommy said they can fly 50 miles an hour. The ducks can fly 50 miles an hour? I had no idea. Right. Well, that's when they're migrating and they fly at higher altitudes. When, when they fly lo down low, they fly low and slow. They, they only fly like 20 miles an hour. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's probably what these were doing. That's, that's a common pilot airplane advice. Fly low and slow. Below 500 feet. Yeah. But at, when they go up higher and they migrate, they can fly 50 miles an hour, the ducks. Yeah, that's crazy. That's fast. And check this out. If they're flying 50 miles an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the wind is behind them, a tailwind, and they're going with the wind, and the wind is blowing 50 miles an hour? Yeah, 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 yeah. How fast do you think they're traveling? 50, 50. 100 miles an hour? Yeah, the ducks, when they're migrating, if they have a tailwind of 50 miles an hour, they're traveling 100 miles in an hour. So in eight hours, they can cover 800 miles Wow, that's some really good migration for the ducks. That's what they're doing. They're starting to get ready. They're going to fly south. They're going to get out of here. It's going to get a bit too cold. Well, right. Some of the species will migrate. Yeah. Now, some of the birds that live in the Caribbean, when they migrate, they'll fly at 10,000 feet, even 20,000 feet. That is up there. In fact, there was a flock of swans spotted over Ireland, and they fly much higher. And they were seen at 29,000 feet migrating swans. Man. Yeah, and I like it when I see the birds flying along the water. 
They're, they're like skimming over the water. They're really close to the water. That's pretty cool to watch that, right? Because what happens is the, the water and the air makes some pressure under their wings. So then it, it reduces the drag of the air on their wings. So it's, they can fly much, much more efficiently. They don't have to try as hard. So that's why they fly so close to the water like that. Like they're within the wingspan distance. They're that close to the water. And they can get the same effect when they fly over land like that, but it's not that practical because they're constantly having to maneuver around bushes and trees and grasses. So they can get that effect, but it's not as consistent as over the water. Yeah. And like the hawks and the vultures, they don't really have to flap much. Oh, that's right. Very good, Picky, because they have a longer wingspan and they can sustain their flight for a long period of time without flapping. And what they what they do is the wind produces these updrafts, either because of temperature like a thermal, the rising columns of warmer air. And what they do, they get in those and they circle and they go up and up and up and up and up. And they're, they're also capable of using the winds that come off of the upside of the mountain slopes. And they use that to lift them. And then, and then they just coast down. Yeah, but that's because they have the longer wings. Right, and they can adjust the tips of their feathers, and they can fly in those tight circles, and 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 they don't have they don't have to try so hard. Yeah, they're smart. They use nature. They do. And the birds use that V formation in the nature. Yes, that's true because the goose or the duck in the front. It has to work the hardest, and then it breaks the wind. Mildred. And then what happens is the air lift happens because of the air pressure created from the bird out in front. And then as it goes back into the V, it, it's easier. Yeah, but, they're, you know, they also do it just so they can keep an eye on everybody and they have the visual contact so they don't bump into each other. That's exactly right. And they maintain that visual contact and they avoid collisions, just like the, the super fast jets that people fly. They do that V formation so they can see everybody and stay safe. Yeah, that's smart. Absolutely. And then that Farm Tommy said there's a great big seagull kind of bird called albatross. Oh, right. And that, that bird has the longest wings of any bird. They're long and slender, and they can be a 10-foot wingspan on an albatross. Hmm. How, how big is an eagle wingspan? Well, that's like seven feet. Hmm. And then the water birds, they use the wind that's coming off of the waves that the wave creates, and they use that to lift them. Yeah, different birds have different shaped wings, and then that says, you know, what they're capable in their flight. So everybody uses what's best, what they have naturally. Absolutely. And, you know, Pinky, I love watching the geese when they take off. 
You'd have to get a running start. They can't just vroom off the land or the water. They have to get a running start. Yeah, and the swans, they can run along the water and, and then they take off, but they need that momentum to have lift off. Yeah, they need the running start for the momentum. Yes. But like we said, the ducks, they have to flap continuously. They have to use a lot of energy to stay airborne. They, they don't have that luxury of uh, big, long wings that they can just glide. Now, the ducks have to work hard. They have a lot of muscle. They have all that muscle, you know, flight muscle. And most birds have 15% of their body weight is flight muscle. But now the hummingbirds? Yeah, the hummingbirds. They, 30% of their weight is flight muscle tissue. Because, as you know, they flap like crazy. Oh, yeah, the beats per minute. Yeah, they can have 700 to 5,000 beats per minute because they can hover. They can just stay in one spot. And the hummingbird can fly backwards, the only bird to do so. That's so cool. But a hummingbird can fly 30 miles per hour, even a tiny bird. Yeah, how about that doesn't really depend on how big they are. It's all about the relationship of the muscle strength and the size of the wings and such. Very good, Pinky. Yeah, and a lot of them are getting ready to fly south for the winter. Yes. Okay, Mildred, do you have a poem or quote or something? We do. This is from Salvador Dali. He said, Intelligence without ambition is a bird... Without wings. Wow, that really makes you think because if you have intelligence, you have to use it to fly. Yeah, I get it. You, you, you just have to. You just have to. Yes, indeed. Okay, Mildred, well, enjoy watching the birds because some of them are getting ready to split. They are. Okay, I love you. I love you.